What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. What's going on? Fuck this place. Am Dude, I right? Fuck this place. Fuck this place. Um, just wanted to give you everybody a heads up. Hello. Hi. Um, that uh, today's episode is a little bit different structure. Um, our guest is Ellery Smith. She's great. Uh, she had a little bit of a scheduling issue, so we ended up not doing uh, our Craigslist game. Fuck this place? Question mark. It is a um, it is a wide ranging conversation, so we decided to kind of leave it uh, as is because we do kind of cover quite a lot. Um, so we hope you enjoy. Nick, anything else? Nah, just enjoy right. the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Fuck this place. I, what is my car? I haven't even seen it. <laughs> yeah, I also, uh, my wallet was stolen in February, and I have not replaced my license yet, because I just haven't wanted to go to a DMV. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, I, I mm -hmm. agree with you. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Like the, like, the stigma towards the DMV has just got to have been compounded since the pandemic started. Like, just no one yeah, wanted no to way go it's before. A safe place to be. Yeah, exactly. Even I see that they're, like, lining people up outside, but I, it just does not seem, it seems like it would be ground zero absolutely well, yeah especially because like i mean they were lining people up outside beforehand with their like exactly. hot dog stands and stuff yes just, like, exactly yes, yes, yes. the dmv it, yeah it's a dmv is like the portal to the end of the world you know like, look, <laughs> yeah. like that's the hub that everyone goes to to get to another dimension that's much worse but. <laughs> and you're also there for 12 yeah. hours at a time there's uh -huh. no like getting in and out you're basically working a shift <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> hey uh, okay so Ellery this is how it normally works like I said we play a Craigslist game and then um and then we move right into the interview but like I said we're just gonna go right into it so are you ready to go yeah let's do it okay cool all right Ellery what is the first job oh, shit. we had? should intro the podcast well hold on oh, <laughs> shit. we have got to intro this podcast we don't no one oh. knows where we are or what's going on what are we on. listening to yeah <laughs> will save us welcome to the podcast about jobs uh with chase and nick it's called fuck this place uh my name is chase my name is nick and with us today is uh emmy nominated writer and fantastic stand-up comic ellery smith ellery how are you good thank you so much for having me yeah of course thanks for doing it so okay we'll we're ready again. <laughs> <laughs> all right take two um <clears throat> ellery what is the first job you ever had the very, very first job I ever had was I worked at a hot dog cart, like in my hometown that sold oh. and made oh, hot man. dogs. Man, yeah. I am so sorry about saying all that hot dog stand stuff about the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's buried so far, like in my subconscious, it's fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you don't necessarily like, you don't identify with hot I do not <laughs> identify with hot dog stands. No, not typically. Understandable. And uh, you're originally from Albany, New York. Is that correct? So I'm actually from a town called Cambridge, New York. That's about an hour outside of Albany. I went to high school in Albany, New York. Sure, so sure, I just sure. tell okay. people I'm from there because it's a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. People know the name. It's like, oh, it's a town. In yeah, exactly. New York exactly. City. We're good to go. It's also really like I am from a town that's about like an hour north of Albany. It's like very, very rural. It was like mm -hmm. maybe 5,000 people, maybe 2,500 people. Very small. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Well, how would you like growing up there? Um, I actually didn't spend a lot of time there growing up because I went to school so far away. Oh, okay, so like right. I really only like slept there, but that's like where my summer jobs were <laughs> when I first like <laughs> when I first started like when I got my working papers at like 13, 14 or whatever. I guess I started working at the hot dog stand when I was like 12 and then when I got my 
working papers at like 14, the lady that owned the hot dog stand also owned like a restaurant and bakery. And then I worked in that mm -hmm. bakery for a few summers. So wait, 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 where was the, where, which town was the hot dog stand in? Cambridge, New York. Cambridge, got it. And yeah. All 5,000 people just came yes. through every day. Mm -hmm. Actually, I got so few customers. I always wonder how she paid me. <laughs> <laughs> I served like, well, how I, I did it for like, hot dogs? I couldn't, I probably like a dollar fifty. Okay. And they mm -hmm. had stuff on them too, like onions and stuff. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I had, I think like, I did it for like three years. I think I maybe only served two hot dogs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> How you old know? were you? How old were you when you said you did this? I was like 12 to 14. Okay. And then when okay. I was 14, I started working like in the, the bakery itself and I would go to like farmer's markets and stuff. Oh, okay. Was that busier than the hot dog? Stand? It was definitely, it was a lot busier for sure. What, so and it was, you, well, maybe the hot dog stand was like was like her dream, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. Popping <laughs> up that dream. Were you manning the hot dog stand by yourself at 12? I was, yeah. Whoa. Did so, you like? But, I mean, it was like she the the restaurant that she owned would, would be in walking distance, basically. Uh huh. Uh huh. So she okay. could like walk down okay. and check on me. Uh huh. So like, see you also, out the window, like a, give you a thumbs up. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> small town, so I feel like things were different. Like we didn't lock our doors growing up until I don't know, maybe like. 2011 2010 i will say it definitely would feel like a, a different type of town if i walked in and there was a 12 year old girl demanding the hot dog station yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not la things are different yeah, there <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah like can i hand you cash is that legal yeah. is that okay <laughs> nobody asked those questions back mm -hmm. in, the, in the day <laughs> So, so then the most, most of your response, did you like open and close? Or like, yeah. Like, yeah. Did, yeah. Did I like to... had to light the pilot, like the gas, let the pilot light. To, like, <laughs> <Okay. turn. laughs> I had like a candle lighter. It was really scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so how did you well, come into this job? Um, my dad, I don't know, this lady were really close and my dad had helped. My dad was a mechanic who, like would go to car auctions and stuff and he like procured this hot dog cart for her business okay. and then i guess he was also like and i have somebody who can work it for you and then just shuttled me off right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so so he attended auctions in and is typically just like bidding on like you know like really good mileage camrys or whatever and then he sees this yeah hot dog cart yeah like, exactly someone who could use but that. every so often he would bring something home like really like he would see something at an auction that would be like one time he saw like an old like a vintage like police bike and he had to have that so he would see like these like weird <laughs> things every so often and he would be like this is too cool to pass up uh -huh. right, right. and so hot dog stand <laughs> and on that's the list. how a hot dog stand yeah exactly <laughs> well exactly. question then was this hot dog stand unique looking in any way or was it just like no your basic, not like, really it was like no, basic flames was on the side <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was like metal like that mm -hmm. shiny sort of like yeah yeah yeah, yeah with like yeah. a little umbrella maybe yes yeah. it had yeah. an umbrella that was like rainbow and like had uh -huh. different it was okay very classic for the course yeah totally, classic a totally hot classic hot dog stand. but not like nice. retro you know just uh -huh. sort of you know it's like you could see that same hot dog stand on the streets of manhattan as well as outside the dmv in california yeah i mean it was dogs. pretty those are like nicer hot dog stands. Like they have like oh, plexiglass really? around them. Yeah, I feel oh, like this okay. did not have. It was pretty beat up. Uh -huh, yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was a pretty beat up yours, hot dog though. stand. It was yours. It wasn't. Though. It was. It wasn't even mine. But it was my oh. domain for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> were there other people that worked at the hot dog three stand? months a year? Um, there were some other like neighborhood kids that every so often would work it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so it's just all these little kids working these very uh, old curmudgeon man jobs. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like very dangerous, lots of flames. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you had like another twelve year old friend that was a paramedic. <laughs> yeah, just in case. So, question: do you, Did you prepare the hot dogs? I mean, I assume there's um, like just hot water they go in, or something, or rollers. I, I think it. I think it was hot water. I think they yeah, were boiled. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Grilled in any capacity. No, 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 no. That would be too cool and not. Yeah, and nasty. of course there were toppings. There were toppings, and then yeah, there was like a, there was like a griddle on top for like the onions and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, you would like you would even fry the little onions. Yeah, so there were like there were some <laughs> toppings, <laughs> and then there were the hot dogs. Well, this is bringing back some really unearth. Those are like some unearthing some old memories for me. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. What do you? That's what, what it's all about. What um? What kind of shifts were you working? Oh, I think like just afternoon, probably. I can't imagine I was doing eight hours, but I might have been. I was like <laughs> just one of those things where you're a kid and you spend all summer. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. nothing is happening mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. And then yes. when mm-hmm. I got a little bit older and I started uh, working at the bakery, that was kind of like a long day. Like I would go in early in the morning to like help bake stuff. And then I would go to a farmer's market for like eight hours and I would pack that up and come home. Oh, wow. That is a long day. Yeah. yeah so that sure was like much day. more labor mm-hmm. intensive. Mm-hmm. But I also got to eat like basically as much pastry as I wanted. So which is awesome. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I would spend I would yeah, especially when you're like 14, I spent all day just like gorging on pastry yes. pastries of all different kinds. Yeah. Did you um were you a fan of hot dogs? I always wonder <laughs> that about people who work hot dog stands because it's like don't people uh, love hot dogs? <laughs> when I was a kid, I was into I've been a vegetarian for a long time now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but when I was like in the fourth grade, maybe I liked hot dogs. Kids love hot dogs. I think yeah. that's kids, kids love hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very salty and it's meat, I think. But by the time mm-hmm. I was working the cart, I didn't eat meat at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You're just gotcha, fucking gotcha. chucking hot dogs at them. Uh-huh. Like, here uh-huh. you go. Yeah, uh-huh. I was I was like, I couldn't give a shit about these. Yeah. yeah. You were like selling to people and every time you pass, you'd be like, monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hot dogs are just like all of the worst pig parts it's oh no for sure no yeah Mm -hmm. everybody knows that hot dogs are the worst things Mm -hmm. um and then again that's why kids like them Mm -hmm. i think that is why kids like them i feel like it's some some well i think we also just associate them with other fun things i think that's yeah that's true That's just like you get a hot dog at the movies at the baseball game like stuff that's fun hot dogs are there kind of like Like the devil soda or cake (laughs) or the devil yeah it's always or, there or like even like babysitters you know it's like if it's a babysitter night you know like uh it's hot dog night or we're just gonna or like leave you alone for a while yeah yeah that's true so did you have um you said you only sold maybe like two hot dogs in in that time but like yeah. did you so i was gonna ask if you had any regulars or even if any of your buddies stopped by or anything like that nothing um because i didn't go to school like in the town oh, that's I right you really said that. have, yeah, 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 yeah i didn't really have any friends that went uh-huh. that like i knew around oh, there mm-hmm. um so no, it was a pretty lonely experience, honestly. <laughs> yeah, just alone with a hot dog stand. And yeah, no I mean my my dad uh, was a mechanic in my hometown, and so like he I would he would come say hi and like some of he mm-hmm. like knew everybody in the town, so people would know me and say hi. Mm-hmm. Right, but right, right, adults. I yeah, adults. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it was me like sitting on this stool, um, reading a book. I'm trying to uh-huh. think about what I would do all day long. I guess yeah. I must have just like read and stared mm-hmm. off into space. Isn't it wild? Isn't it wild that like 
you know, I mean, I didn't didn't think that I would be a part of this like so soon in my life <laughs> that that like there is a, such a division line between like what you could do with no time. And, yeah. You know, like you literally were like, what did I fucking do? Like there was probably books <laughs> uh-huh. and also things that we often did just stared at shit. You know? Yeah, that's that's exactly I would just like. Just, I would stare into space for hours. I still do as an adult, but like, if I think about what I did, it was mm-hmm. a lot of pretend. It was a lot of like yeah. just daydreaming. <laughs> a lot of pretend. Oh, definitely. and then I got a phone, and all that disappeared. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I, I'm on my phone and I pretend like I'm having a good time. So uh, yeah. that could be. Yeah. Pretend. <laughs> right. I pretend that I'm not looking at horror stories all day long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretend this is all isn't all extremely disturbing to me. Exactly. Um, yeah. And no, I remember riding the bus and just like looking out the window and being like, "What if someone was running?" <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. I think kids still do that. Um, or even but... just like counting like buildings and stuff, mm-hmm. or like every third yellow building or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, little little things that you didn't know were actually helping you keep your sanity as a kid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> keep you yeah, grounded. Things that people who are in like yeah, who are in really bad situations do to like uh, have to pass the time. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so did your dad ever buy hot dogs from you? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. He was not to. too often. He was a pretty healthy eater, so I don't think uh-huh. he. But every right. once in a while. Uh huh. Just like, let's give the kids something to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you know you were, did, was there a promise of, of graduating into this bakery at any point or was there... Um, Maybe, I guess maybe sort of it was assumed. Okay. Uh-huh. You're just like, I'm associated. Another question. Um, did you have to manually move this cart by yourself? Yes, I did. <laughs> that, that was very tough. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it I had to like set up the umbrella too and when it was windy it would like <laughs> yeah because it, like, it, it would knock me stuff. over yeah, yeah exactly yeah what happened when it was like pouring rain you just, you just left the car uh, as is and went inside i can't remember ever doing it it when it was rainy so maybe we just didn't set it up when it rained right uh-huh. sure that is that is just like remarkable that like to me that you're doing all this by yourself because maybe you'll sell a hot dog today this is such oh. a grandpa story i mean yeah. like and i <laughs> It is such a grandpa story. Well, it's also like, but like, I feel like back in the, like your parents just wanted you to have something to do. Do you know what I mean? Uh They were just like, well, you can't sit around the house all day, even though you totally could. Yes. You could have sit at a hot dog stand. I could have. I would have been (laughs) fine. Exactly. It was just moving my sitting to somewhere Uh else. (laughs) It is weird to think like about how I had like a, like a, like a capital J job like during the summer when I was like 14 <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that is weird yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll the, tell you right now I didn't know very many 12 year old hot dog sales yeah, me, like, yeah you know, that, that was kind pretty... of a different <laughs> yeah. especially had... on your own you know there's, there's he's like, just out there by myself yeah, yeah. there's 12 year olds that help you know that like yeah. you know that are big helpers in somebody's store and yeah they get left alone for periods of time mm-hmm. but like i mean it was again, just I'm- really a different also i think like in small towns time moves even slower for so sure. like this was like the early early 2000s mm-hmm. and but emotionally in the town it was still like the 80s so like people didn't really care about like kids or what they did yeah uh-huh. emotionally uh-huh. i agree <laughs> It does, I mean, I will say it does make sense if you're, you know, in, if you're in a small town, like what the fuck, what the fuck else are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. my parents were like, well, we'd rather know where she is. Like yeah. there's only so, there's only so many times you can go swimming in the river, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This was the type of town where like our big summer thing was like taking tires and floating down the river <laughs> or like yeah. 
yeah. jumping off bridges into the and river. Like, you can still do that if you're working at a hot dog stand, you yeah, know, 35 yeah. hours a week. Like, there's plenty uh-huh. of river time. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of time, but there's not so much time that you can go, like, get fucked up and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, As 12-year-olds yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, well, with well, that job, I'd believe you. If you're yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm getting pretty trash on the weekends, and then on Monday, I put on my fake mustache and go pretend to be a 50-year-old man working hot dog stand again. It sounds kind of like you, I mean... To some degree, either liked it or didn't know enough to not like it. Also, I think like I just inherently understood that like jobs will be boring and like their their work. But I mean, now I'm sort of like spoiled, and if I have a job that I don't like, I get really like bratty about it. But mm-hmm. like I worked so many terrible jobs for so long, and I don't know that I could go back and like well, do some idea. of them again. I mean, the dream is to not go back. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's true. It's to never have to. But I constantly, especially now that stand up dead, I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to have to go back to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Everyone has that one, you know what I mean? Like that one that you envision. That's like, I can for sure go there at any time. Like the door. Yeah, we can go back. That's true. Mm -hmm. I actually, I worked at Trader Joe's for six years on the East Coast. And then when I moved to LA, I tried to get hired out here. And it's so much more competitive that they wouldn't hire me. Yeah. Man, that sucks. I know. Uh, Yeah, we have heard that it is difficult, especially Mm. in big cities, to get hired at a Trader Joe's. It's such a popular uh, job. I mean, it's definitely the best employee-employer relationship I've ever had. I mean, they do that so that, like, the employees won't unionize. So it's not like (laughs) they're not doing it just because they're good people. But it is definitely the best corporation I've ever worked for. I had As a part-time employee, I had health insurance. Yeah, well, that's an that's an important point. I feel like you know, I, I just think that nobody talks about this enough. That like all the companies that like, like you know where there's a lot of uh, uh, unionizing that's being threatened, like you know, for instance, Amazon or even like Uber uh, or, or, or rideshare drivers. The like point that nobody talks about is like if they didn't want their employees to unionize, all they would have to do, all they would have to do is it's just, just treat them better, yeah. Not like total fucking dog shit. You know? <laughs> just like, yeah, for instance, part-time, part-time employers can get health insurance, like the, m- the most bare minimum, and they could save that off for years, but they're still too greedy <laughs> and mm-hmm. feckless to do that. Yeah. I also think there's a level of like just, just uh, uh, idiocy to it that I don't think that big company X, whatever, like insert there, even has enough dialogue with their employees to know how oh, not little at it all. Would, yeah, like, it would to like, take to know to know how little it would take to make them happy. Exactly, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. It's like they like they they just would assume that they're like they're gonna want fifty dollar raises. It's just like I don't think so. I think it's very minimal <laughs> would make your employees much happier, but you yep. there's no connection. Do it. Well, there's, there's also yeah. I think like specifically in America, I think that there's a lot of rhetoric around like what people deserve versus what they're given. So I think a lot of For employers sure. think like, well, you mm. actually haven't earned that, and it's like, shut up, shut all the way up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's like the thesis of this, of this podcast. Just mm-hmm. shut up. Just, just shut up. <laughs> shut I had all this, the way up. I had this. I worked at a dog hotel. Like my when I moved to LA after I had already been staffed on a show, but like because shows are could like contractual, mm-hmm. they end. So I was sort of like I was just on my way up in comedy. Like I'd worked my first comedy job, and then I was back to working this dog hotel, and my boss was a Cosby apologist. Oh, and like. Fuck. <laughs> I know. But Whoa, for, just, just real quick, just real quick. That's the funniest sentence anyone's ever said on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my job at the dog hotel, right? And then my Cosby apologist boss. Yeah, and he also it's called like a mad me, lib. Really? He called me a re- uh I'm only saying this because I'm quoting him, but he called sure. me a retard because thank you. Because I 
scooped dog shit the wrong way. You're supposed to go against the grass and not uh-huh. with the grain of the grass. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay. that was quite okay. good. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know you're going to hit me with that geometry right in the middle, picking up dog shit, my guy. Exactly, exactly, exactly. He was just, he was definitely, he was awful. Oh, fuck him. I hate everything about that guy so fast. <laughs> so fast. Well, it's also like, how do you work with like dogs all day long? Like he would also get really mad at me if I ever called a dog a nickname instead of the dog's actual name. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Awesome. Well, sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah, cool. so what, awesome. What a professional. What a consummate professional. <laughs> Also, uh, I mean, his name is Reginald. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we don't. Okay. Need, we I, there's really no point in diving into it because it, it's a, it's like a, it's a, it's it's such a, a hollow thing. But like, what could you even apologize, Bill, about Bill Cosby? He's okay, proven so, guilty. I know, I know. But then, well, court. this was in, This was before. Actually, I can't remember. This was like probably in 2017 sure, or 18. But the the evidence is absolutely uh-huh. there. Okay, but this guy that my boss was like, well, I was accused of rape in college and that girl was lying. So I know, and I was just like, Jesus uh-huh. Christ. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly, so, exactly. I'm like, oh, she yeah. was lying, was she? Uh-huh. Ergo Cosby, a guy I've never met. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know nothing about. I um I uh, we're getting yeah. a little we're getting a little too uh far away in this, but I, I will say <laughs> I will say quickly, um, it astounds me dudes willingness to defend dudes they don't know i've never met when every dude i personally know is a jealous boyfriend it's like you also don't trust dudes so why are you so willing to trust a dude in this It's a stranger Mm -hmm. well it's about it's about property right like he doesn't trust he's a jealous boyfriend because he sees women as property and then he believes rapists because he doesn't think that women are should have autonomy yeah it's it's i mean yeah it's a very well distilled yeah thank you it's very it's very (laughs) It's it just it, 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 whatever. I'm not gonna slam my head against that. <laughs> That's not what this podcast is about. But yeah, um, again, it is an extremely valid point. Why would you ever defend anybody you've never fucking met? <laughs> like, especially, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any guys that can name five guys that they absolutely trust. Like, oh, or you know even what I mean? Like, I, I do think that like a lot of guys have not examined their friend group and are sort of like, well, Agreed. I don't know any rapists or I don't know anybody who's like that. When it's like, A, that's not true. You just haven't been around them when yeah. they're like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And B, I think a lot of men, like if somebody who is at, has as great energy as like Bill, somebody who's like as endearing as Bill Cosby can be that mm-hmm. way. I think it makes mm-hmm. a lot of men be like, oh no, like who else in my life could be this way? So if they believe that like Bill Cosby is this thing, it means that they have to reevaluate like everything they sort of know about manhood and like what's possible and how like well you actually might know somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can be scary. The stakes are high. Yeah, the stakes yeah, are high yeah. to say the yeah. least. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, not as high as for women, but yeah. No, I mean, not like, in any way. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I totally, I totally agree. Like I say, it just bugs the shit out of me that like it's just like. It, you don't you don't even believe what you're saying so why yeah, exactly. are you choosing <laughs> to defend this guy that like you don't even what you don't have what? to at all you could just yeah. stop stop because mm-hmm. pudding or like kodak yes like, just exactly like, that's what you're basing this on <laughs> like but um, so it's well it's like with louis right it's like are we really like yeah. are we really so married to his material like was he really ba- like i was a huge louis fan but mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. but, but he has failed us yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, like the thing is, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, the thing is, it's like, no one's asking you to unlaugh at a joke you heard five years yes! ago. You know what I mean? No one's also, asking you, like, it's just, but just go, oh, yeah, but by the way, fuck this guy or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, plenty, it's just, he has plenty of lawyers. Like, you don't need to, it's, 
you don't need to. He's fine. You don't need to defend him. He yeah, has. Yeah. He's paying a team to do that. But but anyways, back to the job stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, we we were getting into something just because I was liking it all, but I wanted some clarification. Ellery, what would you say is the worst job you've ever had? I think the, the dog hotel is definitely for sure. Okay, that's what I was kind of <laughs> hoping because for I was sure like... I'm there. I was a re- I was a receptionist at a, like a, a music agency for about a month. Uh-huh. And that was pretty bad, but just because like the people were incredibly insufferable and like were really mean to one another. And there was this one agent who would throw coffee cups at his assistant and it was just like a traditional Hollywood. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, that mm-hmm. was pretty gross. And you're mm-hmm. just like sitting at a desk watching this or you are, are yes. you subjected to that as well? Um, I was like, <clears throat> I think I only lasted a month there. They only trained me for a day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember I remember reading a lot of books at my desk, which is probably not what they wanted me to do, but that's what, <laughs> that's what I did. Hey man, that's that hot dog stand life, man. Yeah, exactly. I, literally, exactly. I was just sort of like passing the time. But this mm-hmm. dog hotel, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, wh- how long did you work there? Uh, I want to say like five or six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just long enough to realize like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had, um, I, I was like a dog babysitter walker nanny yeah. for like basically from when did i'm about to la it's like 2016 to 2020 basically so like mm-hmm. yeah. working at a dog hotel was felt like a sort of a natural progression in that mm-hmm. um but it was terrible and i hated it a lot and i saw like dogs suck each other off all the time which was pretty cool uh-huh. it was like sort uh-huh. of what it, uh-huh. it was like really the only good part about the job um but uh-huh. the rest of it was terrible and a lot of the dogs Wait, like all were, the time you say all the time yeah all the, it would happen all the time <laughs> but like a doggy we were, hotel. <laughs> we were supposed to stop it though, so very little of it reached completion. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. But they got uh-huh. a jolly or two. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of the dogs were like uh, Instagram celebrities or like dog actors. Okay. So they're they had like they had uh, so agents. they had bad attitudes. Okay. <laughs> yes, they did. But they also like they also had uh, agents. So their agents would like call us mm-hmm. or like come pick them up. And some of them were on diets. It was like a really it was a really weird look into like instagram dog culture as it was sure. just starting how long like so you know there's a big difference between a doggy daycare and a dog hotel right like what what mm. precisely like are they staying there for multiple days is, is some is dogs it- would some because it was people who were like in the industry and they would like go shoot on set uh mm. and like some dogs were there for like months like we had a few dogs who would like be there for so long that they would become feral Oh my God. Whoa, it was really, really so, yeah. Like you could see like when one of the dogs was like losing, like losing it because they had been there for so long. And we Holy had people like s- sleep overnight with the dogs, but it's still not the same kind of like one-on-one. No. You know no, what I mean? Like it's yeah. like one personal, like 40 dogs. Yeah. So, so like that's that spectrum from like basically insane asylum dog <laughs> up to like, Oh, uh, this dog does Valtrex commercials. Show him some respect. Yes, or whatever, exactly, you know? like, exactly, exactly. That's insane. Wow. Man, just think about all those crazy dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was like the odd like celebrities dog. So like every so often there would be like some B-list celebrity that would come in. Yeah, like Tay Diggs <laughs> comes in. Just like, <laughs> okay, first of all, Tay Diggs is an A-list celebrity. Is Let's he? Not be me. Yes. So, so sorry, Tay. Okay, who, who's, <laughs> who is a B-list celebrity that would come in? 
Well, I don't want to name names. Yeah, we don't want to name names. But, it, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't Richter, think they listen. <laughs> okay. Okay, Andy Richter. All right. I wouldn't call him. We'll call him A. Put him with the Tay Diggs. Uh-huh. Oh, I would say, I don't know. I mean, who am I to say? I, I mean, didn't know Colin, if you wanted Colin to. Colin Hanks. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Two little pugs that he brought in. Uh-huh. And then some other ones, but I can't really uh-huh. remember. It's like funny. We all kind of agree on Colin Hanks. Like that's where we all met. Colin Hanks. He's a nice B- guy. B-plus. He's like definitely one of the nicer uh, clients. Mm-hmm. So, I, you so, know that fits with his the way his face looks his vibe yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so so what is what is your um into out on that everyday job what are you doing you go in and what happens um i would go in i, I spent the most the, the brunt of it like extremely stoned but mm-hmm. okay. it would it would be like really really early shifts or like so you'd go in at like five, from five to like two or three mm-hmm. and you would really just it was like indoors and there were two different dog pins and there was one for big dogs and one for little dogs and the first like few months I worked there we would mix the sizes a little bit so if there was like a really aggressive small dog we would put them with the big dogs but then one day yes but then one day there was this really aggressive Frenchie that we would let play on the big dog side because he was like a little bit bigger and he was really aggressive Uh and then this English bulldog like came after him and ripped his leg off Oh, and like, holy yeah, shit. when I, when I was there, so I had to like get in front of the bulldog and like try to get this Frenchie away. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously it didn't work. And then we stopped mixing the dog uh-huh. sizes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So did the Frenchie yeah. die? No, no, he was fine. He, they, oh, I think man. they ended up reattaching the leg even. Wow. It like didn't, it didn't come clean off, but I, you could see the bone. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> This is an intense job. And then you have just this guy that's just like, no, Cosby's tight, like in the background the yeah, whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for he was, he was such like a fucking, he was such a dick. He was like, yeah. he was like, uh, he was awful. Jesus Christ. Um, what, um, what specifically, I mean, maybe this is, maybe you already answered this, uh, but for getting into this dog hotel situation, was it because you were like in between staffing? You're like, oh, I've, I've done with this one show or whatever. And I just don't Yeah, well, I mean, Netflix. it was, it was just, it was the very first time that I had been staffed. So I okay, yeah. obviously had done that job and then it ended and I was like, okay, well, I need, I can't not have a job. Like they don't yeah. really, mm-hmm. TV doesn't like, I was making basically minimum wage at that staffing mm-hmm. job. So I was like, okay, well, I don't have any savings yeah. and I need mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. And I was already uh, like dog walking anyway. And I had right. like dog walking clients. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I can do that in the afternoons and like have another job in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and that's uh, so it seemed like a decent fit at first. It seemed like a decent fit for sure, and Trader Joe's wouldn't have me back. So yeah, <laughs> bastards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, man, just yeah, I'm sure you applied in around that. I time. did, I did, I applied a few times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they were just like, yeah, f- fuck, fuck off. Basically. Yeah, that's tough. Um, so you never had to stay overnight, or did you? For with the dog? Um, I did once or twice. They had overnight shifts, but they tended to be from people who were like a little bit more serious about the lifestyle yeah Yeah, like i don't know that he trusted me enough to to put me there uh overnight right was this you uh was this um was this uh the guy who was all about bill cosby was he a supervisor or he he was my he he was like uh the manager and owner Mm -hmm. wow yeah owner (laughs) you know manager is one thing manager owner is a whole different so you know like he was also just it's like how do you work with dogs all day long and just be so unhappy oh yeah 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 i I, was there dogs that stayed there just for the day or was this really a was yeah really a long-term only situation some no 
some did. They were like, it was probably 50-50. Some did daycare and like their parents would come back every day and some boarded. But because like people would do both daycare and board, sometimes the dog would think that they'd be just be coming for the afternoon and then they would actually be there for like a few months. Right. right. Uh-huh, and that's uh-huh. always that's when they tough. lose their mind. And that's when they start yeah. to lose it a little bit. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. understandable. This is like this kind of is... like you see those dogs, and then what do you do about them? <laughs> do you just like avoid <laughs> them for the day? Uh, it always made me feel really sad, and I didn't sure. know. I was sort of like hands off at that job, I guess. So like one of the other staff members would talk about it, and I would just be like, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up." <laughs> and then I would just like comes in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was stoned like that whole job, and there was also like a there was a break room, but all the food in there was for like our boss was selling us snacks. Like to oh make money God. off of us while we were on break. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, the Cosby guy. Hold on a yeah, second. Hold yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they in a vending machine or was it like a refrigerator with just like stuff you have to pay it for? Was, it was like a refrigerator, but it was also like um like snacks that were like bought from Costco, basically yeah. like uh-huh. huge boxes of granola bars, and the granola bars were like two dollars each. Oh my fucking god! It's like uh-huh. you, you could see like what he had paid for them because the sticker was still on. Right, right, right. And, and so, but the thing is, for the whole exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you would get so hungry because you were on your feet all day long that you'd just mm. be like, fine, okay. Yeah, of course. And those yeah. are the worst. Um, I'd say the granola bar is the worst snack in the world. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying it's the worst for you or anything. I'm just saying, like, I've had it so many times. That, it's like, definitely been, they, been present at all of my worst. Like, uh, like when I was like a camp counselor, all of yep. my worst, like, Job, you know what I mean? Where you're yeah. just I, like, all the low points, granola exactly. bar is right beside you. I just you, think it's weird that it's like it's, there. it's never yeah. a choice. It's a um, it's a candy bar that's like gone through an earthquake every time you open it. Like it's just like <laughs> yes. this crumbling building of a candy bar I'm having right now. Yeah, I don't even fuck with the Nature Valley ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's not. You can hear the rattling around. Oh no, thank you. Um, <laughs> this is this. Okay, so man, I am so bummed about this dog hotel job because in my head, I'm like, oh, probably cool mysteries being solved by the dogs. You know, like <laughs> cool stuff going, at least one dog with a monocle, I want to say, but it just sounds like it was pretty, pretty rough. I mean, I get you said it's your worst job, but it's like, man, that's fucking brutal. It was, it was really, really rough. And I, I mean, I obviously, I love dogs. Uh, sure. It was probably, I think it was just like the environment. Like it was inside. There were very few windows. My boss was really, really mean to me. I didn't even like work with like you worked basically alone. Like you couldn't talk to anybody. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I've ever heard, you know, Ellery, in your defense, uh, Nick, I, I, I don't think that I've ever heard of a person who worked at a doggy daycare who came away clean. Such a bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like they, they, no, 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 no. I typically hear people. I'm not saying that it was like, I, I will say this is the first time I've ever heard someone talking about dogs going feral. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but most of the people, and they almost always tend to be comics <laughs> who have worked at dogs care or just like yeah it fucking sucks, it sucks. because it either the management sucks or the dogs suck or the owners suck or the, like, the, the, the dog parents owe it like i feel like for the most part i have had very few dogs that i don't like but there have been a lot of parents where i'm just like yes. oh your dog is shitty because of you mm-hmm. it is definitely a lot of work especially when the dogs are like instagram famous so the parents like actually believe that they're famous and it's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right yeah. i ended up working later as a copywriter and i ran their social media for this dog toy company mm-hmm. and they, mm-hmm. they would put on like instagram pop-up like i went to this it was a shiba inu block party so it was like this warehouse wow. yeah and all of these famous shiba inus came and they had like set up these different uh like Instagram stops where you could take yeah. a different picture. There was like a boba tea and like um, mm-hmm. one where like the Shiba Inu would sit in a piles of like 
you know, stuffed toys, Shiba Inus. So yeah, stuff like that. And, pictures for dogs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they could like put on their page and yeah. people would bring their dogs like hopped on Xanax, just like completely. What? The yeah. dogs are on Xanax? Totally. Some of them are. Some of them what enjoy the like some of them enjoy posing, but some, but a good handful of them are legitimately like on downers right, so that they, so they are like, do whatever you want. Exactly. Oh, so God, that they're much no. easier to like pose and take. It was such a dark side of like the whole. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't know that famous dogs had that dark of a dark side. Oh, <laughs> they like... definitely, well, because if there's, there's money to be made, obviously, but like people would oh. have like, uh, cards for their dogs, like business cards with their like Instagram handle on it. And they would drive. Some people came from Las Vegas to L.A. to do it, to go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. Whoa. (laughs) 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 Like, I I guess, I guess, yeah, the money to be made is selling products, essentially, on Instagram. Yes. Promoting products like that. Getting getting sponsored. You know, like, they're not going to do that many, like, appearances, you know. Mm -hmm. No, it's not the appearances. It's it's the ad money that people are, or, like, how much people are willing to pay per post. Yeah, that's and so it gets I know, and the numbers like it, it can be pretty good money. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's so weird. They have these like, like a Shibu Inu party. <laughs> it's like that's such a specific thing that I can't believe it would be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, so okay. So I'm sorry, I, I forgot. How long did you say you did this for? Um. Well, the dog hotel was like five or six months, and then I uh-huh. worked for that dog toy company. This was like when I worked for the dog toy company. It was a writer's position, so I was like <laughs> writing copy for them and doing their social media, mm-hmm. and that was like closer to three years. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did okay. you get that from this? Like from the dog hotel thing? Dog hotel. Um, no, but I think it helped. I learned a lot about dog breeds when because oh, I'd already nice. been I'd already been like walking dogs and babies, so I'd been working like in that dog space for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think that the dog hotel helped me. I learned a lot about dog breeds pretty quickly and like what their temperaments tend to be. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And you are, if you know that, you are like light years ahead of everyone else's dog knowledge. And it seems fascinating, but it's really just like basic dog knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, uh, golden retrievers are people pleasers and yeah, yeah, are for the most part, for the most part. And you also learn like which dogs are like smart to a fault and which ones like. Dalmatians right. are idiots because they're mostly inbred, so they have a lot of like uh-huh. medical issues. Also, they can be aggressive too. Dalmatians. Yes, they can be aggressive, but it's because they're like inbred mm-hmm. <laughs> or like mm-hmm. or like specialty dogs, like um, French bulldogs. They're so expensive because they have to be inseminated. They can't give yeah, birth. Yeah, they can't be naturally birthed. Yeah, because yeah. the shape of their their tops Hips. versus their bottoms. It's yeah, so yeah. it's so like gnarly. Yeah, it's such a yeah. gross fact. It's yeah, huge. Yeah. It's, it's weird because then you realize that they're not dogs as much as they are creations, like monsters. They like, are. It's like, you know, and it, which sucks because I love French Bulldogs. I think they're so uh, funny. Like, they're always, like, <laughs> built like little tanks. And then I always see them doing funny stuff on Instagram. But, um, but their uh, existences are hell. They're like GMO dogs. They're like yeah, they're, dogs. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. They're like little creations. They're like little yeah. lab monsters, which they is are. super weird. They're like test tube pets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. So you learned about, so you learned, so, so you, so uh, it wasn't that you made a contact, you know, while you were at this dog hotel. Yeah. It's just that it gave me the information to, to be good at my job going for at other right, jobs right. in mm-hmm. that realm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, um, 
Ellery, uh, before the podcast is over, we always ask three questions uh, just to make sure we covered our bases. Um, and question number one, which we're sort of touching on, but we haven't actually nailed down for this dog <laughs> hotel situation, is when were you done and how did you quit? Like, when did you know you had to get out? And then, and then how did you actually get It out? was like the, it was um, right before Thanksgiving. And my boss was like, everybody has to work Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. And I had yeah. already bought my tickets home. Yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. I was like, um, and I had, I had scheduled a bunch of comedy shows like in Boston and in New York. Um, mm. And I was like, listen, I can't like, I'm going home for these days. I can't be on the schedule. And then mm. he just was like, okay. And then he never scheduled me again. He didn't like ever sure. fire yeah, me. Yeah. I was just Whatever. like, Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I do remember gone and thought when you come back, like, well, I'll just do something else when I get back. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't really expecting them to ever call me again, but I was yeah. also like, fuck that job. I had also wa- this one girl that I worked with, her dog had broken its leg and she had to take it to the vet. Like, and didn't, she called in from the vet and like, couldn't come to work that day. And my boss mm. was so mad. I remember I heard him call his lawyer to be like, what is the least amount of hours I can give her without like, firing her because I don't want her to be able to con- collect yeah. unemployment but I want her to be like off of work for the week and so he I remember him being like can I schedule her for like one hour Jesus Christ I know it's a yep. bad guy uh-huh. yeah there's a lot of those small business owners I mean they're around but I, it's especially in LA uh, I, I feel like because there's just such a a large body pool that they can work with, you know, and especially Mm -hmm. for jobs like that, where people like, I I think in particular, those jobs that look half fun. Oh yeah. Well, I think like basically in the economy forever in Los Angeles, it's been like, you are instantly replaceable, like across the board, like the, Mm -hmm. the, the, the working person has essentially no rights. And like, because unions don't exist anymore, they, if they say no to any sort of work environment, like they're immediately like with my current job right now, I'm always like, I wish I had like the balls to take my lunch. Like I don't get paid uh-huh. for lunch, yeah. but I always work through it because yeah. everybody else at my company does. And if I yeah, don't, yeah, like yeah. I'm so easily replaceable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, we, I, uh, we just like to do have lunch at our desk. We just really like that. Like, oh, for yeah, sure exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I also think that they've like just um, I think we have a culture in this country that like pushes this idea on you that if you're not breaking your back, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, like exactly. That, you you're know, not doing enough. Yeah, like it's like I think it's like it's like fun to talk about like a hustler's culture or whatever, you know, people who are just grinding or doing whatever, whatever. And then that gets taken advantage of in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. See people, well, it's it's like know. grinding for what it's like. Well, it's also just like pitting your employees against one another to see exactly. who, can, who can make you the most money. Uh-huh. And like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them think that they're the next one, like on the elevator up. In reality, like the the elevator doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They just cut the cords and they're yeah, like, exactly. there might be stairs mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm, build them. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a, it's like a lottery mentality where they just think yes. they tell you that the harder you work, the more lottery tickets you have, and you might exactly. be the guy that goes up or whatever. But there's no lottery tickets, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. So that's that's all shit. Um, okay, well, question number two is, uh, what's one good thing from the dog hotel? What's one good thing you took from that very bad job? Would you say? definitely like learning so much about dogs and like the breeds. different yeah. the mm-hmm. breeds yeah it like a told me what kinds of dogs i do and don't want or want to work with and um mm-hmm. b it's just like good it like it's 
sort of nice to be like really knowledgeable about a very random thing that because like so many people have dogs it's such easy small talk oh for sure mm-hmm. so like when i take meetings with people now like as a professional i can be like oh you have a golden doodle did you know this about them oh my god that's so great <laughs> although the, the guy that invented the golden doodle breed said that he created frankenstein and it was his life's worst regret that's Whoa. hilarious <laughs> I, I know. That, comes, that comes up as soon as you tell them a fun fact and then you you always follow that up and you're like well, how come it I is I, if somebody meeting? has a golden doodle i do tell them that fact because i think it's like <laughs> it's very very funny yeah you're just yeah. like you're just like petting their dog and you're like you know the guy made these jumped off a building right <laughs> <laughs> he really like he's like very upset about having done it and how popular the breed is, has gotten mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this guy so great he was playing god <laughs> yeah he called it like a, a pandora's box of like genetic mutations mm-hmm. because now oh. there like are so many different designer dog breeds right because mm-hmm. he, he didn't like the introduction of the doodle and it, like what specifically mm-hmm. was his problem with it i mean well they have a lot of health problems okay. right um mm-hmm. but also because it like started this movement of like designer like crossbred dogs so they would like they have like chihuahua great danes now like dogs that should not be crossed with one God, another and like gotta, because, gotta, gotta. because they are have like severe like severe health problems right mm, gotta right. get it right. so there we go there's the monster <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> good to know. hope your good golden doodle's doing great if you have one um, if you have one and they're also i mean just very very expensive right sure um but yeah then one well, that's like a specific knowledge set but it's also rather broad. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, oh, I know a, a lot about, I'm trying to think of like VW Beatles. You know, it's a little too mm. narrow. You know what I mean? But if you know a lot about, um, it, it like th- that actually comes up in conversation, knowing a lot about dogs, whereas knowing a lot about, you know, the history of like Nintendo is kind of like, yeah, right, it, dude, it like, is like good. a pretty, pretty applicable knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never, yeah, feel, you never cool. feel like you're forcing that knowledge on anybody else. Exactly. You know? So mm-hmm. it makes for good small small talk yeah. shop talk okay shop talk um, exactly well then question number three not about any of those horse jobs is a little more like swirly um uh and it's kind of like well you know we've all kind of not had a life for six or seven months um nine months however long it's been um and a lot of people's dreams are kind of put on hold and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a question of like what happens if it doesn't really unpause in a way that's like, I don't know, productive or, or big enough for you? Or like, just like, what have you been thinking about since oh, dude, you know, I started? Have, I don't know. I've only recently sort of like come to terms with the fact that like, this is obviously the longest I've gone without doing stand up in seven years. It's been nope, really sure. difficult. Uh-huh. And I hate doing Zoom shows. So I'm not really doing them so They're much. Not great. Yeah. They're not great. They're not fun. And they yeah. make me like miss stand up even more. It's yeah. just, it's really, it's really sad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My manager is like, please write something. And I should be doing that. But I don't know. It's, it's hard to, to think about like what comes next in entertainment when like the world is in such a tough and like precarious place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, do I don't feel like doing comedy. I don't yeah, feel like writing the world a deserves to be entertained. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's also like, I miss, I miss stand up so, so, so much. It like hurts me. And I realize that that's like where I saw all of my friends. It's what I did every day. Sure. And it's like, mm-hmm. now what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big structure. It was a big structure, especially because like I, I've worked from home for the last three years. So it was the only time I left my house. Yeah. And like, yeah. I had like basically stopped seeing everybody in my life who wasn't in comedy because like it was all I did. Mm-hmm. And I finally had a show that was like taking off and then mm-hmm. that just disappeared and now it's all gone. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, you know. So so you're saying basically it's really only recently that you kind of like finally settled into just that space. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, or that. like, I guess the more like reconciling the fact that like, if I want to stay involved, I'm going to have to find another way to do it. Like I'm sure. going to actually have to like write something or, I mean, a lot of people are turning to like sketches, but I don't act. So it's right. tough to think about like what I want to do. I don't mm-hmm. know. You don't have to have an answer. That's Thank you. <laughs> I sort of see like show like outdoor shows coming back. I do see that. I do see mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Every picture I see from them, not enough people are wearing their masks for me. Sure does seem like that as well. It's sort of like good yeah. that that's going on, but like yeah. do some people love- see that as sort of like a free pass? Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd um, love to uh, perfect it a little bit more before I go back. Um, again, drifting in another thing, but the masks. It's like it's like weird to me that if like if I'm throwing a backyard show. I go like, hey, everybody wear your masks because for no other reason, this is my fucking house. And yeah. I'm just telling you, <laughs> that's the rules. That's mm-hmm. the rules. And yep. so, and I just, so I, I get, I get that bothered in that same I way. I think it's really like, hard. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's hard for even well-meaning people to stick to that protocol. Yeah. Like, especially even, as they start drinking. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it can be tough and people need to like, itch their nose scratch their face there's yeah, just well, there's yeah. too much like room for error inside of all of it i agree and then mm-hmm. also i think that the the the, the uh, our i mean it's one thing we've discovered <laughs> if nothing else is that the the human desire for that connection is extremely strong so even yes. in people who are not mad like there's a there's a there is a deep tendency you know in, in the few situations i've been in um with and without drinking where you're where you're masked where there's a party that says yeah but it's not about us right like yeah exactly there's just something about like well yeah but you're safe you know you this other person and i'm safe you know we can show it's like i think it's a vulnerability thing and like we want it it feels like worlds ago do you know what i mean like it feels like such a different timeline all of it it feels so far away but i'm just saying like even people who want to do a really good job of wearing a mask and being whatever i just don't think there's like this like lizard brain part of us that is just like yeah but we're safe once you get into that set yeah, like, yeah exactly we're all cool here and it's like well no we're not well know. it's also it's it's like i think it's hard for people to visualize like how many people's circles overlap so it's like if you only see two people those two people might exactly. see five people each so then like, like now your circle is 12 people yep. and mm-hmm. so i don't think that people understand like how far back that network goes like it's like that wedding in that wedding in maine where like yes. three people three people died but none of them had been to the actual wedding correct oh yep yeah, it was like this whole everyone had convened and like this whole town, like a bunch of people got sick and then three and people. Yeah. And none of the people who really got super sick or died were actually at the wedding. It was just that this That's like, wedding the, brought it where it had spidered out from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, mm-hmm. Ellery, uh, where can people find you on the Internet if you'd like to be? Uh, you can find me at Ellery Smith. That's at E-L-L-O-R-Y-S-M-I-T-H on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at Ellery underscore Smith. And we'll put the links to that in the show notes so people can uh, just click it and arrive there. Ellery's Thank Twitter you. is always a, a wild ride. Uh, and oh, what a polite way to put that. <laughs> I think it's a great time. So Yeah, I also enjoy that's it. That's how I feel about it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for being well, on today. Ellery, appreciate it. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Hopefully, I'll see you guys soon back on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fuck this place. Yeah, fuck this place. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. 
Hey, if you had a swell time and you want other people to find this podcast and also have a swell time, leave a review. It could say whatever you want. It could be like, Chase rules, Nick drools. I don't know. Or Nick eats poopy doo-doo for breakfast. Whatever you're feeling right now, leave it wherever you listen to this. I would appreciate it so much. All right. Bye for now. Fuck this place.